Old New Jersey, I had a few sips. Okay, I'll admit, I'm out of my mind. God showed his mercy by letting me just keep on talking my shit. But some of my friends got called to the sky. I was mortified. We on borrowed time. That's why I'm trying to ball every night. Cause we all sure to die, though we born to shine. That's why I'm trying to give you my light. Fuck it, girl, just keep dancing on me. Slide up on it, touch and feel it. Take my money, I don't need it. I know you charging by the song, so I hope this shit's the extended remix. Waitress, bring me like 10 tequilas. I'ma knock them back. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Belanger. Today's episode of the High Button Podcast is brought to you by ProLineStadium.com, Atlantic Canada's home field for great sports betting. It is playoff time. Think you know who is headed towards the championship, get into hockey, basketball playoffs with the latest offer from ProLine, and you can earn up to $50 per week in parlay tokens. Right now, until May 28th, 2023, every wager of $10 or more on a parlay of three or more basketball hockey picks earn you $10 parlay tokens. A total of five tokens can be earned each week. Tokens must be used on a parlay of three or more picks that will expire by June 30th, 2023. Bet on ProLine all season long at ProLineStadium.com or download the ALC app. Must be 19 years of age or older. Please play responsibly. Today on the High Button Podcast, we have a good friend of mine, Quake Matthews. Quake and I go back almost 10, 12 years. Uh, We used to work together downtown. Are we at around 10, 12 years? All the years are starting to blend together. Um, but back then when we used to work together, his career was skyrocketing. And, and also, I didn't really understand like the drive and the work ethic that he was putting into his career because I wasn't really trying to do anything with my life back then. I was just more worried about going out, having a good time. Um, but now that I'm you know, trying to do something with my life, I understand the work and the drive and the passion that he was putting into his life. And I'm lucky to still have him as a friend after all these years, as a mentor. If I ever have any questions about the entertainment industry, he's always quick to pick up and, and give me a little bit of advice. And like I said, I'm just happy to have him in my corner after all these years. And uh, also, he's an incredible artist, one of the best Canadian hip-hop artists uh, going. And he has been one of the best Canadian hip-hop artists for years now. Um He just released a new EP, The Dark Room. We're going to chat about that, chat about his life, what's been up. He's so busy. I'm so busy. So whenever you get these little chats with with friends, it's, uh, it's a blessing in disguise. Life goes by quick, all right? So this is the High Button Podcast. We're talking to Quake Matthews. Here we go. You know what comes next. Our brother, Quake Matthews, is here. You know where this jersey's from? Shook one's mob deep. You ain't a crook, son. <laughs> Oddly enough, I know that. We just had that conversation off camera. But how you doing, man? Renovations. Place looks good. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate man. it. A lot of hard work went into it. Yeah. I was were, thinking... No, you go. Were you hammering nails? Like, were you physically doing any labor? Oh, yeah, we did. Man, you know how much a, lay, like a contractor is these days? They're expensive. We couldn't afford any so of that. You were, so we, you were physically hammering nails? Not even hammering, taking nails out. Like, look behind you, like up on that pillar. See how there's nails just in there? Yeah. We were taking nails out of everything. Like, this place was just... Look at the roof. See how there's nails up there? and Like, it, was, nails, it, it nails, wasn't even nails. like... It was more just like taking stuff out, de-dusting, painting. It was... You know, it is what it is. De-dusting. De-dusting. 
as you know, opposed to dusting. You know, it's funny when we were doing it. See, like above these vents here, we were cleaning above, and like a, a porno mag was hidden up there from like the seventies. <laughs> so whoever used to live here before would come down here and you know do what they had to do. Wow. <laughs> they, hit the, they hit the thing up there. Were they clean shaven? <laughs> sure, they could have back been clean then? shaven. No, back then, no, God, no, 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 no. no, no. no. But you found a bunch of stuff down here as we were cleaning it, like old baseball cards, like expos, like. It was just, you found a bunch of weird stuff. Damn. It was cool. Do you know who the owner, the previous owner was? I not? don't, but I, I talked to our neighbor and it was just like an, an older woman. Creep. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, just anyways, yeah. Cool spot. No, nice one, man, for sure. I was thinking about the days when, I said this on the intro, when we were working together downtown and I looked at your um, focus, I guess, on your career and I didn't yeah. understand it. I remember we'd be driving home and you'd be on Twitter just like, researching almost like looking yeah, things yeah. up and i'd be like what the what's this guy doing why is he always on his phone looking at and back then i didn't get it because i wasn't really trying to do anything but now i get it like, yeah. i'm sick of my phone but back then the focus and the hustle was very very cool to see and i was saying on the intro like i just said now that i'm trying to do something with my life to be able to see it come full circle it's kind of cool it's a beautiful thing man do you remember those days yeah persistence i remember we used to stop in uh at the horse stable on the way home there's a one horse we called Rusty. We'd feed him carrots, <laughs> apples. And I remember one day uh, we were driving by Citadel Hill, and we pulled in. You pulled in. I'm like, what is he doing? And like, there he is, Matt, the greatest hockey player in the world. There was Sidney Crosby jogging up and down Citadel Hill. It's crazy. Yeah. Unbelievable. And the fact that no one no one even talked to him is what <laughs> yeah, no, amazed no me. No one cared. No, no one stopped. No, no one, one yeah, no. just yeah, said, doing what he does. Yeah. But yeah, no, those days it. were great. Oh, the best. Like, I guarantee you there was way too many people working on that shift and what that job called for. Like, I remember certain days it'd be like, all right, Matt, you just watch today. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, that's what I saw. It's so fun. I remember there was one day. It was a day uh, Philly Freezer. Yeah. Was, the, the cab driver or the actual freeway? Uh, the actual freeway was okay. coming in on a flight for a music video. Yeah. And you were having trouble with someone at the airport. And I remember we had to do what we were doing, but you weren't doing anything. You were on your phone. You were calling because you were trying to make sure he could get through somewhere. Yeah, yeah. That He got denied at customs. He was actually supposed to be in the Warrior video with me and Jordan 2011. And then we booked him a show as well, like to make the trip worth his while. Yes. So the customs, he he had a charge from like 1994 or something, attempted to deliver. And he like he wasn't even thinking about it because it's never been like a thing or whatever. And sure, because he'd been to Canada, Toronto, sure enough, Halifax. Ah, you were charged in like 23 years ago, whatever it was. Wouldn't let him through, send him back on the plane, back to Philly. And then, so we got this video grant to shoot that video. So they used to have this thing called Much Fact. And it was like $20,000 to shoot a professional music video. We rented out Citadel Hill, coincidentally. Yeah. We rented out like a Navy ship and like all the camera team, big directors. Like it's $20,000 video. So he couldn't make it. So he's on the verse. I'm like, what am I going to do? So I'm late to my own video shoot. I'm writing a verse at home, recorded on my mic, try to memorize it on the way there and then make a new song pretty much like in place of his verse. And I'm talking about, I'm like dissing customs on my verse. I'm pissed. Like I'm dissing <laughs> customs and saying they wouldn't let Freeway in. He's supposed to be on the song. And uh, yeah, that was like a hell of a moment, man. I had to, I had to act quick. Everyone's down there waiting, all the extras, everything. And then, so I ended up making that the original song. And then the version with Freeway, I got also terminology on it and uh, called it the remix. 
<laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. I remember talking to Tommy that day because I wanted to talk to you, and Tom was like, "Just leave him alone, Justin. You don't want to talk <laughs> yeah, to him yeah. today." I was like, "Is everything all right?" Like, yeah, I remember you. I was just stressing, pacing. man. Me and Moon, me and Moonyard drove out to the airport to get him because I was like, "Oh, we got to pick Philly Freezer up in a decent car." Moon had the Audi, I believe, at that point, and we were just at the airport, and I got the call. His manager was like, they're not letting him through. I was like, oh, man. My heart just, like, I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, everything is lined up. To me, this is, like, the biggest moment of my career at the time. Like, you know, $20,000 video grant. Everything's rented out. It's going to be, like, one of the first professional videos I have featuring a big American rapper. And then, uh, yeah, it all collapsed, man. But we got to do it again, actually. Uh, we made up for it. We did it. Uh, we saw We Can Do Better in Philly um, a few years later. And uh, White Trash Tyler shot that, him and Cam Smith back in the day. So we went to him and then did that. It was dope. I remember each and every day we almost have competitions to see who could get more articles up on the wall at Scotia. But even though you'd have articles, all I would have is like uh, yeah. stat lines, yeah. like assist Belanger. Man, I found uh, old newspaper clipping because I was cleaning my room. I found an old newspaper clipping. It must have been from a ball hockey league. I don't know why. They would put ball hockey scores in the paper. Yeah, they used to. They used to. Yeah. I think it was at, uh, might have been at Devonshire or something. So anyway, it's a ball hockey league. I look, it's like Matt Arab, 10 goals. I was like, Jesus, guys, <laughs> lit it up that <laughs> day. Was it like a summer tournament <laughs> yeah. like a league? No, it was like a, a game. Like The score was like 18-17 or something like that. We always have this debate back when we used to play hockey compared to now, how much more, I don't want to say special it was, but they yeah. used to, if you were a novice house, They'd put, they they there there was just names in the paper all the time. They would name drop all yeah, the time. Yeah, amazing. Which is kind of smart because if your name's in the paper, you're buying that paper. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. But now that everything's online. But and then it, yeah, maybe they're in cahoots with the uh, minor hockey. Get get your name in the paper. It brings awareness. More oh, yeah. more people sign up. You know what's crazy? I played. I laced them up for like the first time in like five years. I saw. And then like five. Like, the last time I played was the ECMA Cup in, like, 2018 or something. And then before that, I don't even know when the last time I played. Midget AA, maybe. But, uh, man, it's it's a lot of effort, a lot of wind. Holy. I can't swear on here, but holy cow. It, it, it's, uh, man, I was dying up there. Me and Classified were both dying. He's like, man, I'm going to throw up. Like, after the first period, I was like, I can't believe there's two more of these. I don't know. I don't think I can do it. I came out flying, though. First shift, I got, like, four shots on goal. That's how it works, first shift. Steve Dixon, the greatest Halifax Hawk ever, was like, you look good out there. It was, a, it was the biggest compliment of my life. <laughs> Steve Dixon. <laughs> he was on our team. He is arguably the greatest of all time, isn't he? Man, I was I was like, come on, man. Like, Because we were down. I was like, can't you score whenever you want? Like, pick it up. <laughs> he probably could. He's probably yeah. taking it easy. He was taking it super yeah. easy. But yeah. we're down. And I'm like, come on, man. Go end to end here, coast to coast. <laughs> But I don't know. I, we we lost. I hate losing. I also played in the basketball ECMA basketball cup. Or uh, lost that too. Got two points though. Yeah, well, you, you showed the athleticism. The basketball was. What do you think? Uh, Hockey's harder or cardio? No, but I I swear to God, the basketball I was dying. Like the basketball, I was struggling. Like hockey, I at least felt like all right, I belong out here. I'm. I'm and, and basketball, I think I'm pretty good. Like, when they have teams, when the boys are playing, like, I'm like, a high pick. I'm up there. <laughs> These guys were playing so serious, man. I couldn't believe it. 
It like, brings it out of you. Shot clock violence. I know I've sucked. I couldn't keep up. Like, with actual basketball players. You know what? I go play with, like, Classified and his friends sometimes, Jay Busy and R.S. Uh, Smooth. And, like, I think I do great out there. You know what I mean? But when you're playing with actual basketball players, like, holy, it's a different game. They're drawing on whiteboards and drawing up plays and three in the key violations and uh, shot clock violation. I got, as soon as I got out there, I was like, I didn't know we were playing shot clock. Oh yeah. I had to throw it up. A chucker. I was <laughs> a, a chucker. chucker. <laughs> I had to throw it up. I was a chucker, but um, yeah, that was difficult. I don't know if I'll embarrass myself next year. It's a different, like com- compared to playing with your friends to an actual like system, like five on five. Yeah. Way different. Man, I, I've done I, that. I, I couldn't believe it. Cause it's like, it's not like the schoolyard. It's like, these guys are playing zone defense and uh, like, setting plays and i i don't i never grew up playing the game so i don't understand that i guess that would be like someone playing hockey and be like you know how to cycle it or a breakout pass or which these things i know so i guess it was a little easier for me no it's the same thing yeah yeah but but i know what you mean it's completely different yeah 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 like if you know the game i i realize how little i actually know the game like i can shoot good dribble good but as far as actual like playing your position on a team and like playing the game correctly and mm-hmm. having strategy, I don't know nothing about that. You know, it's always yeah. I always think about that when it comes to golf. Why I'm I'm okay at golf, but my whole life I've been on a, a team sport, so you can lean on other people. Yeah, golf, yeah, 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 yeah. I kind of find I'm a mental midget because I can't lean on anyone. Yeah, you're and out, man. Golf is the best I think game for life in general. Like. You're literally alone with it all. That's it. And I feel like if you don't stay present, golf has the most life lessons. If you don't stay present, if you worry about what just happened on the last shot, your whole your next shot's ruined. And I think it's very um like it's almost like meditation or something. Like it's like you know what I mean? Like a thought comes into your head, you acknowledge it and then let it go. And it's like But it's so hard to let go when you just birdied on the par five. You're just it, like, Oh yeah, you're the man. It's so hard. You then can't you, let it go. Then you three putt. But I feel like the good or bad you have to let go and just be present. Because like I don't know. I know when I hit a bad shot, if I dwell on that or if I miss a putt, it's following me for the next couple of holes and it's affecting my mental and I'm not calm enough to make the decisions or Swing with the confidence I need to to play well. Yeah, hundred percent. And it goes both ways. If you have a great shot, you're still thinking about it. If you got a bad shot, you're yeah. still thinking about it. There's no yeah, like yeah. it's tough for me to stay even keel with it. Yeah, it's it's man, it's the hardest game on earth. I would say. I think I haven't played any. Yeah, I haven't played all of them, but it's the ones they say, that I play. There's 10. like a there's like a percentage. Um, there's like ninety percent of golfers. I forget. Yeah, I don't know. Ninety percent won't break a hundred. Won't break a hundred. It's like fifty percent won't break seventy or no. 50%, 1% won't break 70. Yeah. What is it? What It was like 25% will never break 80. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Oh my, my, I, my goal is to break 80, man, just once. Just once in my life I want to break 80. I was playing the other day out at Granite, and I went by, oh, I went by myself, Did and you? I was paired up with two other guys, and I felt good, you know, first tee, really nice, and I, I was just such an idiot. My first, my second shot kind of in a little divot and i should have just moved it but i i swung at it to try to impress these guys hurt my back <laughs> i was walking i could barely walk what did the all club week. get jammed and it, it got and jammed yeah so it, i went for the follow-through oh, but it just no. stopped so my lower back i was like just like a spike all what hole would this have been it was the first one so the, was it oh now you gotta play the whole did yeah. you did you finish the round i i just played nine and then went home <laughs> okay but i shouldn't have because i would just damage my back even more man but I i'm just it's hard on the back i'm just starting to learn that use this you know 
Are you are you getting to the age where you're act like I'm getting freaked out, like I'm getting sore now for no reason and, and different little aches and pains and I, I I'm the worst. I'm a hypochondriac. I always yeah. think I'm dying or something like. <laughs> Me too. But I feel like everything is like it lasts longer now. It's more tight and I'm like. I don't know, man. I'm too young to be feeling this way, but I guess I'm really not. I don't know. Do you, do you get, do you find you yeah. get, you're getting more sore and. Yeah. But yeah. I, I listen to my body more. Do you? Yeah. yeah. I, I like researching. I go like going, okay, well, why is this sore? And then I look up stretches and then I look up food yeah, and I see, look up I like ointments. See, I can't look things up. I'm like, why is this sore? I'm like, is it lupus? Is it lupus? <laughs> I, I always think I have like the worst because it always comes up the worst. Like there's tingling. I swear right yeah. now there's a tingling right here. And uh, I don't know. I was looking it up, and some bad bad stuff on there. <laughs> it's like go go see your doctor right away if your shoulder hurts. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not in there. No, but no, I'm, I'm like that too. But I, I like that's what I like about getting older. Is you, life is like a, it's like a it's like a puzzle. It's like a game. You just start figuring things out. That's yeah. what, and that's the same thing with your body. It's like you just gotta listen to it. It's true. But yeah, for sure, it's it's you know, you life is a age. puzzle, and there's never. I find it's just never ending problems and you got to almost fall in love with solving them or be miserable well that's the thing as soon as you've solved the problem out you're sitting there for 20 minutes and now you're just like now what and there's another problem but it's, then yeah it's like golf you got your driver working your irons aren't working you finally get your irons working your driver goes you finally get your driver going your putting goes it's a, this is what life is yeah if you how's uh how's jai doing have you talked to him at all about the playoffs uh i Went to a couple Mooseheads game I saw him at, but no, I haven't talked to him about the playoffs really. But uh, he's doing good, man. He uh, was unable to make my um, CD release. He was in Mexico living the dream. <laughs> What's he doing down there? <laughs> <A> vacation, <laughs> living the dream, man. Uh, he's doing good though, man. Um, I kind of want to get out and play some hockey with him. I got the bug now. Is he I at the Forum Sunday still? Yeah, he's Sundays, and he used to play Thursdays. I don't know what his schedule is now because he got a hip replacement. When we snuck in the uh, World Juniors, he he was he had the cane, so it just made our case easier. I was like, you know, he's just, just trying to maneuver. <laughs> he's, with, he's with a cane. What are you going to do, pick him up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sympathy. Yeah. We actually got him a seat. Like, at the you know, at the top of the sections, how they have, like, the EMS, like, or what is it, EH, ambulance, like, yeah. you know what I mean? I know, I know so where it he is. He goes and sits in the seat with the cane, and then some guy comes up, one of the ambulance guys, and is like, you can't sit there. And then me and Drew... Lose it. We're already about 49 beers deep. And you're going to kick the guy with a cane out? He can barely walk. He's disabled. And then one of the younger uh, ambulance guys came and was so flustered. He was, sorry, sorry. Here, got him a new seat. He's just sitting there in the seat, smiling. And I'm filming him for that video I made for TikTok. But, yeah, it was uh, it was good times, man. Core memories, man. I'll say this about the World Juniors. They kind of ruined junior hockey for me because there's nothing really? else that's going to be better. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I've went, the, the Mooseheads are in the finals, so that'll be great hockey. I'm excited yeah, yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I don't know. Hockey's just been kind of dull for me after that experience. So the Mooseheads, do they have to win this series to go to the Memorial Cup? Yeah, so they play Quebec. I think it starts this week, next week. Okay. The first two games are in Quebec and then comes back to Halifax for two, but... That'll be really good hockey. Like that yeah, should yeah, hopefully yeah, yeah. match the the World Juniors. I like going to the games, man. I haven't been in a while. I've been going a bit this year. But you know, I actually love the um, the Wanderers games. To me, yeah. that's the funnest game in the city. Is is outside. It's sunny. It's like a daytime club. Yeah, like you're just yeah. drinking and 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 then the the food. Like I'm a, I'm a food person. The food is like a thousand times better than the Scotiabank Center. Scotiabank Center might have the worst slice of pizza 
the worst hot dog I've ever tasted. Disgusting. There's no nachos anymore. The nachos were great. The hot what? dog, the long foot long, the glizzy as you I, like. I hate it. It's not good. I wouldn't feed it to a St. Bernard. <laughs> it's like 11 bucks, dude. Yeah, it is. It's like it's 11 bucks, bro. I've, I've ordered it the other day and I was like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, the Costco one for a dollar fifty with the pop is better, way better, way and better. the pizza. Yeah, I, I but no, can't. it's not. It's it's unfortunate. Why can't they figure that out? And or they, they just trying Subway, to cut costs? Subway was great. Subway, yeah. at least you know what you're getting. Like at least you know, in Subway can't really mess up too much. Yeah. But man, disgusting. And then you go down to like uh, the Wanderers. They got like top notch food trucks they got dickie down there by the spot they got jamaican food they got like culture actual like good food man i don't know where the, i don't know maybe it's just all for cost is it all just well they're, they're it's making all about money. a buck that's what know. it is like i feel like if they just stepped it up a little bit but what am i no i'm no, no food uh well your food videos are great yeah. So how how does that go into planning? Do you reach out to the restaurants no. before? Or you just no, walk in. No, I don't. I don't say anything. I don't say anything to the restaurants. Um, I just go in and do it. And uh, in fact, if restaurants try to hit me up too much to be like, come to our spot, come to our spot, like I kind of, I don't know. I kind of like to do things on my own time. If they bug me too much, I might out of spite just wait a little extra longer before i go there we were in montreal and we were walking around old montreal last week and there was a, a couple restaurants and the people wait out front and they go come try our food come try our was food it the smoked meat one no that that place there was a lineup out the door what but is that, that called uh schwartz schwartz yeah but that's yeah. what i'm saying if your food is that good i would have heard about it i, I saw a video yeah. on youtube about schwartz's like all right boom i'm there did you try kelly's deli yeah, I used to live right by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I love Kelly's. Yeah, really, Kelly's is great. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. got the cigarette smoke coming through Dooley's. I love that. You know what I mean? <laughs> you love the cigarette. Yeah, I love the cigarette smoke. Yeah, man. Yeah. But that's my point. I'm saying, like, if your food's that good, I'll come in. You don't have to convince yeah. me. Come, come, yeah, come. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll that, hear about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I learned that too, almost with like sending people songs. Like, I used to try to send people songs, like, yo, check this out. Tell me what you think. Like, someone bigger or something. But then when people send me songs it's almost like if it's that good like I, it will it will come across my desk or my ears organically and then so that's why I, I feel like i just stopped sending people songs for like the past however many years but it's just like if it's that good you're gonna hear about it mm. and i get you're trying to like you know help your career and do whatever whatever but i feel like you're right like the market speaks for itself if it's that good i'd rather get told about something by a friend who had an experience with it, like, yo, I heard this song, you should check this guy out, or I tried this restaurant, you should check this guy out. Then from the horse's mouth itself, like, come to my restaurant or listen to my song, you know? I always look at McDonald's as that example. Like, McDonald's isn't calling you saying, quick, come try my cheeseburger. No. You know McDonald's has a good cheeseburger. Yeah. You're going to go get it. Hell yeah. It's just yeah. You have to try to get to that level of McDonald's. You got to at least, ha at least hold that to a standard. Dope sells itself. You know, it's true, you know? <laughs> it's just, it's, if it's good, it's good. Yeah. Straight up. And I also, I remember back in the day, you used to go, like, people would ask you for advice on, like, rap. And you'd be like, man, this guy has one song. Why are you asking me for advice? And that's how I feel now about podcasts. Mm. Justin, what mic do you use? Justin, what's yeah, this? Yeah, what's yeah. that? I'm like, well, give me, let me see something before I write out a paragraph or two to help you. Yeah, yeah, what yeah, have yeah, you done? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, frustrating yeah. in that sense. But you try to be polite. You try to help. But it's, Do you get, I get, now but, you get it. Well, like, there's a lot of lessons you taught me back in the day that I was like, what are you talking about? But now I get it. Everyone has a podcast now. Hey, like when you probably say like, I'm in podcasting. Oh, my buddy from up the street. 
he does a podcast, or you know what I mean, or like yeah. I just feel like everyone is in it. Or you'll ask me like, what should I do? Well, go make, go write songs for the next ten years, then come back to me, put them all out, then come back to me, and then I'll answer your question. Like, there's no secret. Like, I don't know what I can tell you. Like, I think I'm on year eighteen, just from <laughs> trial and error and figuring it out. It's like there's no shortcut for that. Maybe there is, but I, I, I really don't have advice. It's just. Go hard if you believe in it. Work on it every day and get better every day and literally build your fan base brick by brick, piece by piece. Get better every step of the way gradually. And and that's it. Like, there's no... Is there a secret? Like, do you, there's no hack. There's mm-hmm. no, like... Is there a hack for a podcast if I ask you... I'm starting a podcast tomorrow. Like... This is it. Do yeah. it. <laughs> Go ahead. Do it. Yeah. yeah. Learn from your mistakes. Yeah. It's tough. Is it? Like, I'm sure hip-hop's tough, but, like, podcasting, the business, it's tough. Yeah. It's You got to work on other people's schedule, just like how you have to work with other artists' schedule. Yeah. You have to make sure that your producer's here. You have to make sure that you're in a good state of mind. Like, it's... And just like uh, artistry, every... Everyone's an artist now. Everyone. You could... I don't know. I forget how... You ever see that T-Pain clip where he's like, there's more artists in the world than chairs. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a million songs get uploaded to Spotify a day. Really? Is that true? Some, something like I forget the exact number. Don't yeah. quote me, but it was something like that. He's like, "There's literally more artists than chairs," and it's like, but I feel that's the same with podcasts too. Yeah, everyone has a podcast. Yeah, and but I kind of like it in that sense because I'm a competitive individual, and I think you are too. So yeah. I like you want to start a podcast? That's great. Yeah, it's not better than mine though. Yeah, like you, I like that competitive edge of it. Of course, of course, I'm trying to kill anyone i do a song with i'm trying to like i don't know i'm still that fierce competitor like i'm gonna crush everything moving and i'm i'm i want to be known as the best if not why are we doing it mm. that's how i feel yeah you gotta hold it to a standard yeah, if man. not it's a waste of time yeah yeah you gotta be the best man which that being said i feel like you're doing your thing man you're you're uh i think you're 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 you're, you're the upper echelon like Ooh. Yeah, General Tao. Yeah. <laughs> no, but as far as like who who is who would be the like who do you look at is like is there someone that you look at is like they really keep me on my game like you know like for example for me when I hear a Psych the Prince verse I'm like oh this guy's so good I gotta go extra I gotta you know what I mean step yeah. it up go extra crazy like yeah. is there someone that like does that for you within like podcasting or you watching you like all right he did this I gotta do this now like. Not like other than like a schedule sense of like the consistency of obviously Joe Rogan. Like I hate yeah. to say that because it's such a, a, a common answer. Yeah. Like I, but I admire his schedule and his discipline towards episodes each week. Like we have, I'm not proud of our consistency, but mm-hmm. it's only because we have so many other things outside of the podcast that we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like it's more like the discipline that I admire about him. But in mm-hmm. terms of actual conversation in a podcast that I admire. I like Joe Rogan's conversation too, though. No, I'm not saying I don't like mm. his. I I do. I just I I more rather than his conversation. You I admire I admire his consistency. Yeah, yeah. Because I know he has the UFC thing going. Yeah, he's a stand-up comedian. Yeah, he has other shit going. But to actually have a consistent podcast through all that, like I I admire the schedule. Yeah, Does that makes sense. Yeah. But podcasts, I don't really listen to too many. I like Joe Joey Diaz. Yeah. Like, he's a guy from New York that used to be a criminal. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's like dope. He tells his stories. Like, people basically that can tell their deep truth. Like, how are you not admiring that? Does he do his podcast? This is what I admire. Does he? I don't know. I never heard his podcast. But does he do his podcast alone? 
most of the times. Every now and then he'll have guests. He's that's very what, that's what I admire. Like, imagine literally sitting on the mic, turning the thing on with no guests. Yeah. And, Bill Burr, and, too. And, Yeah, Bill Burr. Like, yeah. And talking for an hour, whatever, two hours, and being engaging for that entire time. Like, I... I can't believe that. Like that's so fascinating to me. Yeah. Like I don't think I would ever be able to d- do that, unless I had a couple cold ones. Maybe <laughs> say what's on your mind, but oh, they have a conversation in their head and they just talk it out. Is that make yeah, sense? Yeah, like, yeah, they yeah. Just, yeah. It's like they. What's the angel and the devil? They basically just. That's what they. Play, that's what Bill Burr, Bill Burr is. Play off them. The, yeah. You know, he just yeah, looks yeah. at two sides of a conversation that he has with himself. Are you going to Bill Burr? He's coming. Uh, I am. Are you? No, I didn't get a ticket. I yeah. want to see Jerry Seinfeld like just in real life. Yeah, you know, what I mean? like I just want to say like, oh, sh- are you I going to Jerry? No, I didn't get. I don't have tickets. I got to pull a few strings. Yeah. Mayor Savage, let me know, <laughs> <Yeah>. pal. <laughs> that it's gonna be a great week in the city. Mayor Savage gave a great speech at the ECMA Cup. He came in like, all right, Mayor Savage is coming in for a few words of encouragement, guys. I was like, all right, got to call one in my hand. He goes. All right, guys, go out there and let's go get him. <laughs> it's like, thanks, Mayor Savage. He's like a principal. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Mayor. That. that guy I've seen done. So, it, like, credit to him. Like, his job is to basically do that, be a public figure yeah. for the city of Halifax and to Hell go yeah. out and make speeches day in, day out, shake hands, kiss babies. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't think I'd have the patience for that to no. always have a smile. He's like a tr- Mr. Leahy but a, for a larger. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's like a father figure for everyone almost. Like yeah. he just shows up. We'll give you a big handshake. How you doing? Nice to see you. I'm going to make us look good. Let's get yeah, out. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I don't know. Tough. It'd be fun. If I was the mayor, I'd be just drunk at 24-7. <laughs> You'd be out of office quick. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Rob Ford smoked crack. He did, yeah, he, he did. did. He did well, he's, not, he's no longer with us, but. Yes, rest in peace. He tried. He tried the method. Yeah. But no, polit- politics would be politics. Oh, man. I could never. I know a couple of buddies that want to get into it or tried to get into, into politics? it. Into politics? Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. You got to always be on your toes, especially in a, you're, you're basically like a professional athlete. And I feel like they probably dig up your entire past and try to like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, what was his name? The Anyways, I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> <laughs> the premier had like two DUIs or something like that. Oh, did he? Anyways. Yeah, it's tough. Well, like I, you, I'm not judging anybody. A DUI? Oh, man, you'd be surprised how many people have DUIs around yeah. here that just... Yeah. I know of at least... I'm not going to get into it either, but, like, plenty of people have DUIs. <laughs> we got sponsors just, here. We got to change the topic here. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's well, not cool. Oh, yeah. Sorry, DUI. Well, we got no drinking advertisers, but... No. Who's going to promote their DUIs, you know? <laughs> Let's keep that to yourself. Becomes <laughs> <laughs> a game. Yeah. Um, you know, I was going to ask you about upcoming... Actually, no, I want to... Do you mind if we talk about one song yeah daddy's so, a legend yeah 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 was yeah. it tough to write yeah it was so tough man. Where, i uh i started i knew that i had to do something different than all the other tributes that were done for pat like i you know there was tons from all around the world and i'm like okay everything's been said and i'm like what's gonna actually mean something to pat and i was like okay his kids like so let me leave something for his kids to let them know because they're younger, and it's like just so they'll always have to like know how people thought about their father. And I wrote the first verse um, to Calvin, and man, I was no good. Like I was crying. His picture was right over there. I was crying. And then I wrote the first verse, and I pulled myself together and recorded it. And I'm like, all right, I need a break from this song. So like I took like a month, and I'm like, because I'm just like it's that impending doom. Like I don't want to go back to this because I don't want to yeah. feel like this again. 
And then I went back to it and um, I wrote a second verse and it was kind of whatever. And then one day, Pat's wife, Melissa, hit me up and she says, uh, I've been seeing your TikToks with Anna, my girlfriend's daughter. Yeah, I've seen them. And she's like, Pat would be so proud of you. I wish she was still here so you guys could talk about, you know, because she's the same age as uh, uh, Melissa's little girl was when Pat came into her life, four years old. So it's like a lot of parallels that he probably already went through that he would be able to speak on. And she was sending me, because it's confusing, man, trying to come into into someone's life. Um, they're four, a four-year-old. Like they don't understand. This person isn't my father. Like, why is he here? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's confusing to g- navigate. But Melissa sent me some texts of Pat trying to navigate it with her, like conversations okay, she has them saved. And uh, yeah, it brought me a little comfort. And that's when I, uh, that's when I knew I was like, okay, the second verse just came to me about his stepdaughter, and I kind of drew the parallels with that. But uh, yeah, it was tough, even rehearsing it. I was like crying. I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna stand up at the marquee in front of 350 people and perform this. Like, yeah. I thought I was gonna lose it, but it went it went good. And uh, yeah, man, it's something I'm proud of. I think it's the biggest song on the album, and uh, I'm happy that I actually produced it as well. I've never produced on my own albums before, so I did the beat for that one. And um, nothing to me was like the Prince. So that's another uh, another aspect i'm proud of that i got to branch out and actually do that so i could say like i literally made that entire song just me that's you know? cool yeah i remember when you sent it to me i was downtown toronto just looking for a coffee shop and i was just listening to it i think what is it the third fourth song on the album yeah and it just kind of hit me out of nowhere i was walking into the hockey hall of fame actually yeah. and i just like well before i get in there you got to sit down so i was sitting in the lobby of the hockey hall of fame listening Listen to it, to it wow. and then the very end came on was he, when he was on the podcast and yeah. i just i texted you right away i was like daddy is a legend yeah. like i don't know yeah man that was it, was, I, it uh, hit me I found that clip, yeah, because I was like, I, I wanted to have him speak on it, but I wanted it to be about his kids. And I found that clip from your show, and man, it just went perfect. Like, it went perfect. That's the mic he's spoken to right there. This is right here. That's it right yeah, there. Man, it's crazy. Um, it's crazy. Sometimes it's still unreal to me. Like, like I'll wake up in the morning, and then like I'll be uh, like I'll think, I'll be like, oh shit, he's oh shoot, he's really gone. Like, it's still like sometimes doesn't feel real you know like it's hard to get used to but yeah he'll be missed man hell of a guy man hell of a guy we still get comments because when he came on that we still get uh youtube comments from it like it, it'll casually just get a nice 50 views a day yeah yeah yeah. like it's just it's he still has like an impact through that episode yeah. it's one of the more prouder episodes i've ever done to to date for sure like it's up there yeah man just kind of cool that i don't know it's yeah. just a piece of them that's always on our channel. Yeah. It's cool. That's the beauty of, I think, just this age in general is like, uh, you know, if you're an artist or, and, and not just being an artist, like he was not scared to just hold his cell phone up and speak his mind and and go in depth about everything from his struggles to something that's funny to a message he got. A- anything that came to his mind, he, he was comfortable to speak his mind into that phone and I think that's a beautiful thing because now his kids can pretty much go back and look at all these videos and see who he really was. And a lot of people, like the average person doesn't have that content to go look back on when they're gone. So I think it's a beautiful thing. And that's one of the biggest reasons I do artistry is that it's some, it's a legacy. It's something to leave behind. Like yeah. when you're gone, these things are still going to exist. These podcasts 
And it's like some people don't have a lot to leave behind. So I think that's one thing we should be grateful for is that our thoughts, our every thought and how we were feeling. Like you can document my life year by year by the albums mm. and by the interviews and how I was feeling. And, and I think it's a beautiful thing. You can really go back and, and get a sense of who a person was. So. Imagine like you could have like great, great grandchildren. And they'll yeah. be able to see you. Like, none of us know our great-great-grandfather. I think you know? about like, that sometimes. Like, it's like, okay, like, if I have kids and they have kids and they have kids, I'm dead and gone. But yeah. it's like, are they going to go on YouTube and be like, he was a rapper? Look at him. Yeah. Look at him. Yeah. Like, how weird is that? Yeah. Are they going to be like, I don't know, like, looking at the food reviews and yeah, you know, Like, I don't know. It's crazy. Like, some of the places might still be in business. Like, they might be able to go try it. You know, watch a full review, then go try it. Yeah, like this see. is my great great grandfather trying your. Yeah, yeah, like it's crazy. They probably won't even have phones then. It'll be just just in yeah. like Star Wars. It'll pop up. They can just crazy. go back into. The, they can probably they'll probably have time machines back then. They'll be right yeah. here next to us. Yeah, I, man, it's crazy. It's getting all crazy. AI. What, AI yeah, is I, I wanted AI. to ask you about this. What what's Drake upset about? With AI and I don't know if he's upset, but they're. They're making a bunch of songs with his voice. How? Who's they? Like, there's there's a technology where I can speak into this microphone, and I put this plug-in on, and I could speak as Drake. Because the technology studies his voice, and me speaking right now, it would sound like Drake talking to you. So they record their songs as if they're Drake, and then they put the plug-in on, and it actually turns into his voice saying it. So they just, they're putting out fake songs. Like, like the lyrics are made up by a... The by lyrics a, are made up by, say, me. Like the I, thing Callum showed us? Like that thing? Where it like writes essays for you? Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that, but it's it's a different technology. So like, for example, I say... I, I, go, and record, I go and write and record a verse. Then I hit a plug-in and it turns it into Drake's voice. And so like now there's fake songs with Drake featuring The Weeknd. And people are, you know... I don't know. It's just a whole hoopla, and I I don't think there's any laws around it, which I think you will see. Anytime something's new, there's no laws around it. It's just a free for all at first. But I I hope that it gets regulated. Like I don't know. I don't. It's so crazy. Like someone I heard the other day, someone took Prodigy's verse. Speaking of Prodigy, um, on Shook Ones and made Biggie say it. So it's like Biggie saying Shook Ones. It's like, man, I don't know if uh, this is getting too crazy. Like, I don't know if I want to hear it. I heard one the other day, a rapper did a song featuring Jay Z. It's like, like, come on, man. Like, it's like J Rock. Like, yeah, I got Snoop Dogg yeah, on my yeah, album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I would never do that. Like, Detroit Velvet. I, I don't know. But the one thing I was thinking, if it makes you a good singer, or like, like if you can use it subtly, like maybe if I want to sing a background part and then put Rihanna on it or something, so where you can't you can't tell, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, you know. But not. can you sell that though? You can't if you if, it, if you're Rihanna's voice, you can't go out and make money. But it's not literally her voice. It's not her voice. It's not. She doesn't own the master to it. There's no law around it. It's like a replica. Okay, now I get it. So it's so like the same as it. like uh, an impersonator or like you know. What I, I got mean? you. I yeah. got you now. Yeah. That's frustrating. Yeah. As an artist. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Um, I don't know. I think you'll see maybe creative ways to use it, but now it's just a free for all. I don't like it. I don't I don't like it. People's verses and thoughts and like Biggie's verses and stuff like that. Like, bro, I don't know. Tupac and like these things are sacred. Like you're just now making a free for all of like It's like the Mona Lisa of rap music. Yeah. Like you just you can't be you can't buy it's just Yeah, it's like I don't know. 
Yeah. It's like, yeah, Michael Jackson singing Lil Wayne verses. And I'm like, oh, man, come on, man. Let's, let's at least have a little respect. I feel like art is like, for some reason, why is art so disrespected? I don't know if you feel this way. I don't know if you like do events or anything, but it's like, man, to make a three-minute song takes so much. Like, it's like, it takes so much effort, so much time, pain, tears, whatever. It takes so much money to mix and master it, to market it. And it's like, then it's like, it's just expected that it's free. Or if you're doing like a show or something, everyone's like, yo, let me in. Like, you you got me, right? It's like, th- as if this is not like how I make money. Like, I would rather if you, like, and if you're my friend, I don't, I don't, um, you don't have to support my music because it's the market and it's your taste. So I'd rather you just stay home than be like, yo, like, because if you feel like it's, this is something where you want to be and th- th- you really want to be there, then I feel like you should, you should buy a ticket. Like, I don't know why no one, art is just seen as so disposable. And it's like, I don't know. It's like, you don't really do it to, to friends with anything else. Like, you know, who sell clothes or anything and be like, give me a free, maybe they do. But I just feel like I don't know why artists looked at it so like cheap as if maybe because it's not a physical product. I don't well, maybe because there's more chairs in the world or no more artists, more in, the artists world in the world than, than chairs. chairs. Good point. You know, good point. We charge nine ninety nine for pay per view hockey games, and sometimes we have people upset about the nine ninety nine. And it's like, well, look, you're home. Yeah, you get to watch your child play. You're in your pajamas. You get to cook your own food. You get to save on fuel. You get. It's like you know, where else are you going to get this luxury? Yeah, you're paying ten bucks, but you're not leaving your so home. So what? What do they come? They expect it. You. They expect you to bring camera people and everyone to work for free. Like that's crazy. Basically. It's not a lot of people. It's just a small majority of people. And, you know, unfortunately, that small majority linger in your mind because you want to make everyone happy, but you just realize you can't make everyone no, happy. I think that's that's a, a big, uh, big life lesson. When you try to start pleasing everyone, you can, you go crazy. Yeah. And I learned that with, like, even music. I always have a select group of friends I send my music to. And sometimes, like... It'll be complete opposites. Like one person will be like, "I absolutely hate this." Next person will be like, "This is your, the best thing you've ever done." And then now, what so it's like, if I don't, so it's like at the end of the day, if I don't believe in myself or if I'm not capable to make my own decision, you're screwed. Yeah. You can't really. Yeah. What can you do, right? But yeah, it's crazy. Crazy, crazy, man. It is nuts, but it's fun. We always say every time yeah. we're golfing on a Tuesday, we're going. We're golfing on a Tuesday. I'm in a cubicle. Yeah, I, I would. I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't trade it. Life is short, man, and I think that if you get a chance to do what you love and you're surviving, you got a roof over your head. I think you're good. A friend of mine one time, Anton, you know, I was complaining. I was like, man, I wish I had just more money, like just to feel a little more secure. And he's like, just say you had a hundred thousand more dollars right now that you had. Like, would you be doing anything different, or would you be right here with me drinking this beer? And I started thinking about it. I was like, what would I, like, I do everything I want. I go to eat. I, I see my friends. I drink. I see my family. It's like, life is good. It's like, what, you know what I mean? When we start getting in that loop of what we don't have, it, it kind of affects our happiness, but it's all just perspective. Like, if you zone in on the positive, 
you're going to get a positive outlook. If you choose to focus on the negative, you're going to feel negative. Yeah. And I feel like life is all perspective at the end of the day. We were just up in Montreal and I've got a nice rental car. It was like a big SUV. I've always mm-hmm. wanted a big SUV, so I thought yeah, I'd yeah. treat myself a little bit. Yeah, yeah. First hour, I'm the man. I'm driving the SUV <laughs> downtown Montreal, jump general towel playing, drunk, nice you know. A couple hours later. Just a truck, just driving around. You know what this reminds me of? It was just a... driving around. It's still cool, but you know. Everything, that's that's the same thing as everything. You ever buy a new article of clothing, and the first day it's like, yo, you're the man. Yeah. Like, new, new Patagonia watch, sweater. New watch, new whatever me. it is. Oh, yeah. And then in like the next day it's on the floor, and you want another one. And so it's like, I feel like it's a never-ending chase as if you're a drug addict trying to get the next high until you start to turn back and really appreciate what's within yeah. and then like it reminds me of a uh episode on Kirby enthusiasm larry david is in like some law office there's this there's this big like picturesque window um and the woman's desk is like right in front of the window and you look out and it's like this beautiful view of like the entire city and larry just walks up he goes how long did it take you to uh take that view for granted <laughs> <laughs> so today two yeah. days what? Yeah. it's <laughs> true it's, yeah like, it's true man it just yeah there's just I have a friend actually. I had this call. I'm not, I have a friend. You know, he's like he just makes just under 200k. And we were talking about his job. If he really likes it, and like he likes the money, but like he doesn't have time to spend it. And mm. he's just like he's just so, you know, he's he's in. He goes to work every day. It's like yeah, it's nice money. I but feel like it's I, just it is. I feel like I feel like people out there. If you told them you would give them twenty to forty thousand dollars less than they make, and they actually love and like what they're doing, I think that pe- most people would choose that like my girl is in pharmacy and she just said like one of the main people for all of Atlanta Canada or whatever just downgraded to like a single store manager um and it's like 20,000 less a year but it's like Wait, it's happier yeah. you know what I mean? and i think that is the overall true win is just happiness isn't that what we want we all just want to be happy i think at the end of the day man that's what i want we're having this debate right now right before you got here we have the the options coming up to do like five tournaments in the next month mm. and we're like okay so let's weigh the option of money and happiness do we want to live a, live a good life or do we want to be working our asses off making good money and like as soon as you leave here today we're going to continue the conversation so it's just like yeah. it's always a debate within our company within within everything in life it's a everything's balance. a sacrifice it's yeah. like you know every like you can't have your cake and eat it too you got to decide and different choices are going to have different outcomes but you got to live with them do you ever make a choice and then you like it's one of two things a fork in the road type of vibe and then you make one choice and you're like damn what if i did what if i like you beat yourself up like i should have did this or like yeah definitely but i i think one of my skills is learning from my mistakes like early but i, mm-hmm. I i've been there for sure mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i remember like doing trips and taking meetings that were just like a waste of time yeah yeah and yeah just like okay now i know now how to you know, like I can to smell, gauge. I can smell a fake like Cinnabon from a mile yeah, away type yeah, thing. Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I can smell it. Yeah. I can, you know, I can yeah. sm- sense it before it comes. But if you didn't go through that, then you wouldn't have that ability to sense it. So it's almost like you got to go through the ringer. You got to make the mistakes or else you will never learn. Yeah. And, and I feel like I'm starting to feel like mistakes. I'm trying not to beat myself up anymore because they're actually a positive. Oh, because it tells you what not to do the next time. Yeah. I don't know. Life's a game, man. You just, gotta, you just got to pay attention. Yeah, for real. For <laughs> That's real. all it is. That's it. That's it. Pay attention because a lot of people don't even know what's going on. It's like, I don't know. 
What's the line again? I Some can people, smell a fake. I can smell a fake, fake from a mile away like Cinnabon. And what's the one after? My minute's gone. Uh, from the days that hit me after six, my, my minute's, minute's gone. gone. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Remember that? <laughs> me and Sarah were in the mall the other day. And she's like, where's Cinnabon? And I was like, I don't think, I don't think it's here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You can smell it from a mile away. From a mile away, man. That's so funny. Because, yeah, you walk in the mall before, all you can smell is Cinnabon. They're open. It's Starbucks now. Is it Starbucks? Yeah, at the Halifax Shopping Center. It's only in Micmac now, I think. Yeah. Starbucks. They were making fun of me on TikTok of how how I pronounce Starbucks because of the maritime accent. What? Starbucks. You know how like no. other other places Starbucks. Starbucks. You know how we're like Starbucks. Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. Starbucks bye. When I had that video with uh, the little one Anna. That blew it, up. Got like four point nine uh, million views or something. I had like four people come up to me like, Do you see Quake's video? I'm like, No. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest video of my career. I think my mom was actually one of them. We were at the call. No. Like, Do you see Quake's video? Is that a, who is that? Yeah. That was funny. Biggest video of my career it was <laughs> going to get a lollipop from Starbucks. <laughs> gotta love it you ever i wanted to ask you this do you ever surprise yourself anymore you've been doing it you've written some incredible songs you've written some incredible verses do you ever go holy smokes that's pretty good sometimes sometimes it happens where i'll laugh i'll laugh out loud and be like oh my god how did i do that yeah tommy used to tell me stories about how you'd help other writers um i'll never be able to explain it but one day we sat down and you explained the science of it how to rhyme three lines before whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and you taught a couple other people i'm not going to mention their names but excuse me do you ever I, i guess i don't know look at that and go whoa that's a skill not a lot of people have and yeah like surprise yourself yeah i don't know i think that it's our duty to pass on our knowledge and not hold it and i got it from somewhere like oh did you okay i get i get different when i started hearing like freeway and beanie siegel and nas and people who are even jay-z people who are unorthodox and they don't go right with the beat like they 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 kind of take the scenic route and they still end up in the same direction whether if the direction is the snare the kick in the snare they always they still end up in the same direction at the end but they take the scenic route and that kind of blew my mind as to the possibilities of how you can rhyme and how you can put words together and how you can flow because like there's unlimited it's like a um a combination lock. There's unlimited ways to like numbers, possibilities that you can do. And, uh, you it's, know, it's fun watching you work. Yeah. I've yeah. been privileged to do it like three, four times and I sat there and shut up. It's cool. Yeah. No, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm still having fun with it, man. I feel like if it's not fun anymore, then it's, that's not, Still having fun with it. If it's not fun anymore, go home. What, you're not having fun anymore? No, we're just having this debate. Like, we're saying the stream. He is. Like, we're having the debate of, like, because the pod. Like, remember the schedule thing? And, like, I want to be doing more podcasts, but, it, like, we're so focused on the streaming because it's really good. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's just not why I got in it. I love it. It's These guys yeah. love it. Like, it's great. But, like, I'm finding my passion fading a bit like i i i I gotta do street interviews i used to love doing those i don't do those as much yeah 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 yeah, podcast some other things so i'm just trying to find ways to integrate the streaming with the fun again yeah i feel you like sometimes what does better or what pays the bills is not always like what you fell in love with like i find that sometimes like certain types of content will do better than like sometimes it breaks my heart when it's like the food review gets more things than like a new song i put everything into you know what i mean and it's like 
but it just it is what it is i guess like it's like you gotta have you gotta do a plethora of things to to be a successful brand these days and i feel like you know, you might have to take some of those paying gigs so that you are able to do stuff like this and look at it as, like, a blessing. Because um, the same with me. It's like, I know, like, if I make a song strictly for myself, I know it's going to be, like, just the most complicated rap. with every, But then no one's going to be able to digest it. So there's, like, something in my head, too. Like, okay, it has to be great, but it still has to be, like, digestible to the people so that it can be something, you know? Um yeah, and that's I guess again where the love versus money comes in. That mm-hmm. scale, it's a never-ending uh, struggle just trying to balance that. But I mean, I don't know. It's good, man. Yeah, it could always be worse. It could always be worse, man. You know, that's what I like to say at a golf course. No, no golf uh, course. I'm snapping. I'm like not actually snapping, but I'm fucked. <laughs> it's nice, you know. You're 75 yards out. You got a like little you know gap wedge pitching wedges like you've done it a million times but it goes right you're like what yeah are what are you gonna do at least you're not at work yeah fair enough I, lo- I, lo- I love the old man banter on the on the golf course how you playing today oh not too well but at least i'm away from the wife <laughs> you ever whenever when anytime someone goes so what do you do when you just say rapper no do you ever catch I, people off guard i don't say that anymore. what do you say i don't i i i have a uh you know like the the double authentication to sign into like a bank account uh yeah the two two step pro- yeah the two step process so yeah. i have i have like a three step process before i get to rapper they got to be very inquisitive to get to that last step <laughs> so I'll be like, can, right. I, can i hear it yeah, yeah so what do you do yeah, i do music uh okay some people just leave it at that okay cool perfect some people like, what do you play eh, i don't really play i'm just an artist vocalist <laughs> All right, cool, great. So, uh, what type of music? All right, fucking rap. (laughs) (laughs) It depends who you're talking to, because like some people don't know there's. Well, the paired up on a golf course. That's that's what I'm talking about. Some people don't know there's mad different um, sub genres to rap. Like they might just have one preconceived notion of rap you know yeah. it was uh, like i don't know it's just frustrating to people that don't get it yeah i'm sure you get a lot of t- questions me and pat used to talk about this oh how's your little gig going yeah exactly you got a lot yeah. of gigs coming up or what <laughs> the worst is you you're know. making any money <laughs> i like uh are you doing this full time now yeah 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 oh yeah just the curiosity like i don't know it's so funny man it's yeah, so Pat would have been way worse. Like, what do you do for a living, battle rapper? Yeah, like you're that. still doing. You're still doing your little uh, yeah. fights there, whatever you do. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. That's yeah. exactly how it would be. you're still doing yeah. your little thing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, the worst would be like what to tell. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, like border agents. You never want to say music. Just entertainer. Because then they're like, you're making money, and it's, it's, yeah. I used to just freeze up and then sometimes they'll get you in the question so what do you do like i've, I've dropped you ah, i'm a senior accounting clerk at the central accounting unit for scotia bank boom go boom, on go right through bank boom you're boom. good and they don't even one one day when guy was just pressing me pressing me he's like who are you going to visit and i like just panicked said i was going to atlanta and i knew my boy jeter was from uh alabama i was like ah jeter he said how do you know him uh, we played uh, football together. <laughs> and then he goes, well, I go, at school. Uh, I went to high school with him, too. He's like, what high school? And I'm like, Halifax West. And then, and, and, like, 
he was just hitting me, and then I, he knew I was lying. But at the end, like I was just so quick with the answers. He's, he's like, all right, go ahead. That's what you do. Yeah. You used to say that you, people used to get frustrated with you because when you were in an argument, you'd always win because you're good with words. Yeah, you'd yeah, be, yeah. You'd be, you'd be like <laughs> yeah, talking yeah, to people, yeah, you'd be in a debate, and be like, well, it's not fair. You're a rapper. Yeah, that's, what, know, that's yeah. what like one of my exes used to say. She's like, well, it's not fair. Like You do this professionally. Yeah, yeah. Like I can't get my point across. That's so funny. One of the funniest... Uh, one of the funniest um, experiences with the border people ever was we were going to Atlanta and my buddy Corey, uh, Corey Jonkis. Um, Atlanta's like a predominantly black city, like a lot of that. So, you know, they he went up and it's like a young black guy and he's like, uh, what's the purpose of your visit? He's like, I'm here to free Guap. <laughs> this when, is when Gucci Mane was in jail. Okay. He's like, I'm here to free Guap. But he's like, go ahead. Just start smiling and laughing. If you're quick with it, you're yeah, confident, yeah, 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 you'll, yeah. you'll run it on through. That was one of the best, man. <laughs> I couldn't believe he said it, man. I was like, because I don't know. I'm, I'm shaking when I get up to those things. I take my hat off and everything, start being respectful. And when you get up to the customs agents, man, they don't they don't yeah, play around. Traveling to the States compared to traveling around in Canada is a totally different ball game. Oh, yeah. We, we yeah. Dudes was at security the other day, and they took his toothpaste but gave him his weed. Let him, like, just, like, toothpaste, no, weed, good. What? It's like, what? It makes no sense. Too much toothpaste. Do you ever bring pack and bring your mics? Yeah, all the time. Do they, do they, does it get sent around the other uh I'll show you a video. Carousel? Like, it just they happened. Think, they think the it's a day. bomb because it has, like, switches on it. and Like, we're bringing routers. This is me the other day, just, like, in there. Yeah, because they send it yeah, around the other way. Yeah, they send it around. Yeah. And they're like, what's this? I'm like, what do you think it is? But then I got duct tape in there, and I got yeah. a bunch of stuff. And Criminal. It's all, it's all part of the... It's all part of the gig. I guess so. Now I'm starting to take the mic out and just leave it in the tray. With the and laptop. Then, and or they something. don't stop it. Yeah. 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 It's not like you're hiding. It's not like you're nervous. You're not hiding anything. Sometimes I feel nervous even when I'm not hiding anything. Like, even at, like if I get ID'd at the liquor store, it's I'm, I feel like maybe it's called anxiety, but I feel like <laughs> I have a fake ID or something. Like, like, what could go wrong? I'm not doing anything wrong. Even if you see like a cop or something and I'm driving, I'm like, I start feeling as if I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what it is. No, everyone has that. It's yeah. not just you. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, man. Where are you, go- you going to say? Where are you going next? You got anything trips coming up? Um, No, I don't. I'm starting to plan a cross-country tour right now. We're, like, we're just in the infancy stages, but I'm excited because it's been since, I think, 2019 since I did cross-country last with Snack the Ripper. And uh, DTG, shout out to DTG, man. He's uh, he does. You ever see his stuff? I don't know. He does the Eminem impressions. Oh yeah, he's funny. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. Seen That's him. my guy, man. He's a creative genius. He actually shot the video for me for uh, Try. Um, okay. So we were in Hamilton and had no plan, and ended up with this crazy video where he lights the house on fire in the end in some like. I don't know what it is. Special effect. He killed I was gonna it. Say he actually yeah. didn't like yeah. the house on fire. Nah. Yeah, nah. it's real. Still <laughs> it's real to me. Damn it. <laughs> well, that's fun cross country. Yeah, traveling with the with a just traveling in general for work, I find it's tough. How do you deal with it? Yeah, I don't know, man. I just have a couple cold ones and you're good to keep go. on trucking, man. Yeah, yeah, man. I guess we got to take that advice from him. Yeah, relax. Yeah. It's not that serious. Life is short. We're taking ourselves too serious, I guess. Eh? <laughs> we wanna we wanna find a behind the scenes guy to start doing because we we have so many problems when we travel and just every day like we're trying to solve problems. Yeah. And we think a lot of people, other people, would like an, to see these problems. Do you need an assistant? Nope. Just need someone to shoot and edit. Shoot and edit. Because I don't want to edit. Well, you don't got you don't do that. Mm. He brings in the live streaming contract, so he like he's in charge of like hiring and like okay. organizing and like making sure equipment is where it needs to be. Yeah. So 
we got to find someone else that just like has their own camera. And... Yeah, yeah. But there's tons of those guys. But the thing is consistency. You just don't want a guy that does one or two and then it's over. That's it's... what I'm trying to. I, I get it because the I'm guy who does to, yours is good. I'm trying to find an assistant manager, oh, and yeah. uh, so I just put it on Instagram and this Google Forms thing I have. You can fill it out and uh, get some responses. But that's why I we I need help too. Have you ever cause... called like a reference? No. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> no. Get a resume? No. No, that's hilarious. You ever see those videos where they call the re- it's like a fake reference and they call them uh and they 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 call someone and it's like some prank and it's like they pretend like they know the person but it's it's fake. No, I've done that before, guy, but guy, yeah, he's yeah. a great guy. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tommy used to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like Michelle, like you just call it any basically yeah. anyone at Tommy's place. Yeah, they'll do it. Yeah, yeah, good worker. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, good. Great worker. Yeah, great worker shows up all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one day you showed up late, but you had somehow you were like half an hour late, but you somehow had time to stop for egg McMuffins, and you brought everyone egg McMuffins, and we were all pissed that you were late because like the workload was extensive, and then I think like I might have gave you a sly remark or something, and you're like, "How's the egg McMuffin?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I still do that. <laughs> <laughs> I still have that in my back pocket. Like yeah, yeah. Things like, yeah, how's, yeah, I got you a hat. How's that hat? Look, yeah, yeah. That's, really good. <laughs> that's so funny. Man. No, I remember that day. Man, those, I can't believe we woke up that early. You're up at four. Like, you're Were up. You? No, you're up at five. Third. We yeah. had to be there for six. The worst was, uh, the worst was drinking, man, the night before and then coming in there. Oh, my God, man. It I don't was, know why we did it to it ourselves. It was terrible. Terrible. It was awful. How, how are we doing on time? How, how much time are we at right now? An hour. We're at an hour? Wow. Time flies when you're having fun. I don't want to end this to end. What are you going to do? What uh, What are you doing the rest of the day? I don't know. I'm kind of hungover. I kind of maybe want to have a Coors Light. I like a light beer when I'm hungover. Okay. And then maybe some some garbage food, possibly Eastside Mario's or... Something that's just going to make me feel like a disgusting beached whale. The honesty is just oozing out of you. I love it. Love it. It's Life's a good, too short, man. Yeah. That's Life's good stuff. Short. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's do this again. Yep. Let's talk. Yep. And uh, let's get a couple rounds in here. Let's do it. All right. What are you doing right now? You guys want to go have a lunch meeting? Nah, we got work to do. All right. We got to debate <laughs> money and money in, the, in a good time. All right. Well, go and have a couple cool ones. All right, sounds good. Quake, you're the man. Thank you very much for coming on. Everyone listening, what more do you want out of life, all right? Wednesday, sun is out, Halifax, or wherever you're listening to this. I hope you enjoyed. It was free, so you better enjoy it. Like, Have fun. Work hard. Work. I've been smooth for so long. I'm trying to get rough. Fuck buffing my nails, dog. I'm trying to get buff. Fuck shaping my beard up. I'm liking the scruff. And fuck the hills, because I'm living my life in the cut. Can't imagine that I'm going to meet my wife in the club. We going to see, though. I feel like she more of a CEO. Or maybe she doing volunteer work in Rio. It's not like I need her, but I would love to meet her. Another day, another dollar. Another phone with another feature. I don't play goalie, but I'm my brother's keeper. Surrounded by family, I'm not with other people. They say I got my pop's demeanor and mother's features The garden's still private as ever The gang thriving together Your boy's striving to be the most dominant ever The hardest white boy since the one who rapped about Vomiting sweaters and holding comments Cause I promise you I'm honestly better than whoever came to your head right then They ain't cut from the same thread like him They don't study doing work to get ahead like him They don't toss and turn in the fucking bed like him Cause they don't love it 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 they don't love it.
They don't love me. I've been laid back so long, I'm trying to get turned. Fuck searching my name, dog. That's how you get hurt. Fuck being likable. I'm trying to be unbreakable. I just realized that this whole game is takeable if I want it. And I do, yes, I want it. I don't care how you feel about it. I do what I want it. I used to look up to the people that I'm moving in front of. It's not that crazy anymore. My city used to a come up. Bryce and Jack G. James is up next. The rest is up to me. These lames is upset. My peers get upstaged. The fans are upset. My city is upcoming. These people are oppressed. And I'm going to change things. I'm up at Carmichael's trying to get on the same page. I heard about the rapper that you claim was a mainstay. They had a nice run, but they never going to maintain because... They don't love it, 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 they don't love it.